What's up, everybody? It's your girl, One, the CEO, and I'm coming to you with another fire and inspirational segment. The woman that I have today has been bringing women together from all over the world to be more self-aware and to bask in self-love. So don't go nowhere. I need you guys to buckle up your seatbelts. You're now plugged in, tuned in, tapped in to Outside the Box. Not only is this woman a friend of mine, she is a friend to so many who hasn't even had the opportunity to meet her in person. That's just the type of woman she is. But before I introduce her, let's check her out. And you have it. So without further ado, I want you guys to give it up for Chris Smith. Hey. <laughs> so thank you for coming to the show. Oh, thank you for inviting me. And I'm finally excited. sitting on the finally. couch. You've been trying to get me here for a long time. For friend. a very long so time. It's an honor. I'm excited. Because I here. think that the world needs to be introduced to Chris Smith. Thank you. you have been transparent and you have your human experiences right there for the world to see and at the same time you're making moves so i'm excited to have you on the show Thank you today for having me. I'm excited so well. tell us a little bit about you who you are where you're from and what you do i am from fort worth texas funky town in the house represent <laughs> born and raised um i am a sibling i have four other siblings i'm the middle child so you already know how that goes but um, I founded a women's support group in 2008. It originated as Beauty for Ashes Ministries. And I started that group. Um, I actually heard God tell me when I was going through my divorce, hey, it's a lot of other women going through these things. And when they're going through these things, the support you need, there is a lot of other women that need that support. And thankfully I did have a, you know, a, a group of women around me, friends, cousins, my mom, that was helping me go through my divorce. And so I started the group inside of a, one of my friends, one of my coworkers home. We got together and we started meeting once a month and just coming together, not, not, nothing rehearsed or nothing, no program or nothing, just coming together, women just having just dialogue mm -hmm. and, you know, talking, about real, talking stuff. about real stuff that was going on. And then it kind of helped most of the women feel like, okay, I'm not in this by myself. I'm not the only one going through this. Mm -hmm. And so it kind of helped kind of get rid of the shame and everything. So it started getting so big that I started have to do, having to do the events in like a hotel and then I started the online community. I changed the name in 2018, I believe, to In a Room Full of Sisters. So mm -hmm. I have a large community online. We have um, a lot of events of self-empowerment, self-awareness, self-love, and I'm a sisterhood advocate for sure. So what was the inspiration behind you stepping out and creating a platform for other women like yourself 
to be transparent and open about whatever they going through because we talk about narcissistic abuse yeah. we talk about trauma bonding we talk about everything in the group and it gives women an outlet so what was your inspiration behind being the mortar for i say? often say that if you sit with any woman it doesn't matter her age um her background that within that 10 minutes it's going to be y'all gonna have a conversation y'all gonna have some type of similarities or something that y'all went through mm -hmm. be it a mother a wife a sister it's something that y'all can relate to and I often say you don't have to tell women your business and your you know all your personal you know secrets in order for women to come together and support one another so again I really genuinely believe in sisterhood my mom when I was young would have um, events or parties for her friends and my mom was super supportive of her friends and her and my dad always instilled into me and my sisters and my brothers about loyalty and um, I feel like a lot of women don't have that yeah. And so I wanted to be like the, the poster child to say, hey, man, you don't have to have a whole bunch of friends. But we need some sisters in our life when we're going through hard life uh, and real yeah. life things. You, you don't know, have to suffer in silence. You don't have to suffer in silence. You don't have to suffer alone. I often say, yeah, it's cool to have them friends that you can hang out with in the good times. But to me, what's important and um, that holds weight is when I'm going through my worst and I can have my sisters pick me up. Right. You know, and pray for me when I don't have the strength to pray for myself or be there when I don't even know what it is that I need. But just showing up and just being supportive. Well, we got a quick clip from a room full of sisters. Let's check it out. How you doing, everyone? This is O-N-A-Z-O, and I am with a room full of sisters. What sisterhood is, it is women coming together collectively to join forward forces to uplift each other. We inspire, we uplift. We motivate. That is what we do. Sisterhood to me is knowing that you can count on the next woman to help you. To guide you whenever you need some assistance. What sisterhood to me is holding together accountable. To be able to hold your life up and hold each other. And even to come together collectively, knowing that every gift that each other has is beneficial to our next level of life. It's special because you don't have to be related to that person. Um, to form a bond. You can meet somebody and instantly that could be your sister. I'm Chris Smith, founder of In a I just have to say, like, I'm smiling so hard because <laughs> we had so we much did. fun that day. Time. We did we photo shoots we did. and we had good food mm -hmm. and, you know, we just food loved on each other. Yes. And it was just like yes. fun and yes. we danced yes. and we, it was amazing. Yeah. So being yeah. able to see that, that playback I just know. now, how did that make you feel? You know, it made me smile that God chose me to, um, to give me the vision and he entrusted me with these women's lives and their souls so it, 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 it I feel honored that God chose me to be the advocate and the curator and the founder of this group that's amazing mm -hmm. so you also have two journals out mm -hmm. and you released the first one was um, first let me pour into myself mm -hmm. a self-love journal mm -hmm. 
when did you get to the point where you started journaling? And then after that, I want to know what inspired you to share that journal with everyone else? Um, I started journaling in about 2012, I remember, um, because I was very angry. And, you know, I went through my, I got divorced in 2010 and <clears throat> I was angry, I was frustrated. And so um, I had was online on social media, which I think social media is amazing if you use it the right way. And it was a therapist online. I can't remember who it was. And they talked about journaling out your feelings. You know, sometimes mm -hmm. when you don't know why you're feeling the way that you're feeling, sometimes just get a, a journal and just mm -hmm. start scripting and mm -hmm. just start writing. And so once I started doing that, it's like the tears start flowing. I started realizing like I was hurt dealing with some childhood trauma, some stuff with my dad and I hadn't all the way got over my divorce. And so start journaling and stuff. And then the I am affirmation start coming in, you know, st trying to um, kill the negativity that had been spoken over my life and speaking life back into myself and starting to believe it. So that's why I, I started doing the affirmations and stuff. Well, that's where the journal came from. Right. So mm -hmm. ladies, those that are out there, not just even women, I just think that if it's a, if it's a journal, everyone can reflect mm -hmm. from it. So, mm -hmm. you know, go check it out and yeah. start using those exercises to help find yourself first because yeah. you can't really be a full cup for anyone else mm -hmm. when your cup is empty. That's right. And sometimes we find ourselves pouring into empty people or people mm -hmm. with holes at the bottom. Yeah. That's why I say I would pour, mm -hmm. put my pearls in a basket with a hole at the yeah. bottom. So when I go back to retrieve the pearl, it's gone. It's gone. Mm -hmm. And so you have to be careful with the energy that you give out mm -hmm. and you want to make sure that you recharge mm -hmm. and become the woman that you need the I don't person even that say, you need to be I've, even now at my about to be 40 I say don't even give from your cup give the overflow because if you give in from your cup you're still going to be in deficit and in order for us to completely fully show up whole you can't be in deficit. So I say all the time, don't give from your cup, give from the overflow that's, that's coming deep. from that cup, honey. That's deep. <laughs> that, that is Yeah, deep. because in reality, like. Because you're still going to be lacking something. You're still you lacking. What you exactly. Have. So if the you're overflow. consistently pouring into yourself the affirmations, doing mirror affirmations, you know, if you have a relationship with God, whatever your spirituality is, meditating, if you're constantly and consistently doing that, you're overflowing. Mm -hmm. And so the people that you are assigned to, because sometimes that's what we do, we'll, we'll attach ourselves to people we're not even assigned to, which is why we drained anyways. Mm -hmm. But when you attach yourself to or assign, when you align with the people that you are assigned to, then, like I said, you'll be able to give them the overflow and then you still can, you know, walk away and mm -hmm. still be whole. But I will tell you uh, one of the, Revelations that I had this week, okay, because I'm, you know, I'm stretched in a million yeah, directions. But if it feels forced, it's not an alignment. Mm, that's good. That's good. And that's with anything. Yeah. It's with if you feel like you hate going to work, your back don't start hurting until you get to work. Mm -hmm. You're not in alignment. You're not fulfilling right. your purpose. That's right. If you with a group of males or females. And something just don't feel right, but you go anyway. Mm -hmm. You're not in alignment. Those feelings of being uncomfortable is a reminder that you're forcing it. Mm -hmm. And if you have to force it, it's not, not for in you. That's good. Yeah, that's real good. You know. And mm -hmm. so for me, if I'm passionate about it and it makes me feel good, it's mm -hmm. not work. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. And then we can find outlets and ways to find things that give us a fruitful right, right. life doing things that we actually enjoy love. doing yeah because i wouldn't think i wouldn't say you know how many times i don't quit 
the sister who the inner room full of sisters like I can't do it I can't do it no more but when you got a calling in your life and that's what you would put on this earth to do it's not going to be easy because the it's it, it's anything that's bringing light into darkness mm -hmm. and breaking generational curses mm -hmm. there's going to be a fight against it it is you know what I'm saying it is. and so yeah how many times I don't try to quit and not only that when you try to be a um voice of inspiration yes you also open up your your life for attack yes it's just like being a pastor mm -hmm. of a church if you're a pastor of a church everyone is watching you to be a leader mm -hmm. and they're not giving you room to have Era. a human experience exactly you know exactly. and so when you're on a platform and you're enlightening and instructing mm -hmm. and a self-help coach mm -hmm. people tend to come for you more because they don't give yes. you the grace no, they to don't. have a human experience. Which is why you give yourself grace. That's right. Which is why you don't let your cup, you don't let people take from your cup and you give them overflow. Because in those moments when that does happen, you'll have that assurance that, hey, I'm not here for you. Mm -hmm. I'm here for a purpose. And as long as God, if God be for me, who in the world could be against, be against me? me? So you got to get that confidence. I, I, I say, I call it getting delivered from people. Once you get to that place in your life to where not necessarily that a people people's opinions don't matter because you know sometimes I do feel like we should take into account some of the people that we love. Actually, I did. I introduced the first. Let me. Is that? Is that this is me? yeah. First, let me point to myself. That's what we were talking about. I bought about. you one. You did. Yes, I did. Hey, this one is for me. <laughs> it's for you, girl. So I want you guys to go. I have my journal. <laughs> you guys go get yours. We're gonna bring up the Amazon one more time for first. Let me point to myself. Yes, you guys go and get it. Now we're gonna talk about your other journal that you had. Yeah, your twenty-one. It was a what's what's in your mirror. It was a twenty-one day challenge. Yeah. So how did you come up with that? So what's in your what's in your mirror is basically a um twenty. It takes, it takes you twenty-one days to break a habit, mm -hmm. or twenty-one days to start a habit. Mm -hmm. So I chose twenty-one, and I don't call it a journal. I call it a journey. Because I believe okay. that self-love is a journey. Healing is a journey. I don't believe we'll ever be completely healed or completely right. self-aware. We're always unfolding and evolving. And so it's an act in progress. Yeah. It's, it's, it's to be continued mm -hmm. because healing is an everyday process. It is. You mm -hmm. know, we still healing. And then anytime you get triggered by something. Mm -hmm. That is a sign that that's an area you Correct. still need to heal that's in. That's right. That's right. And some things, it's just the reality of it all is some things will forever trigger us. Yeah. But we need help and assistance mm -hmm. in how to get through those moments mm -hmm. where we're triggered. Correct. You know, it's Correct. just like a, a, a loss of a loved one. Mm -hmm. There's no solution for that. It's not. But I still need to be able to navigate right. through those moments right. where I'm vulnerable right in those right and so that's where the journal comes from is mirror work mm -hmm. you know I often say when we get in from the mirror you know we don't we do our day-to-day -day brush our teeth wash our face make sure you know everything is together but we don't actually take the time out to interact with ourselves mm -hmm. and look yourself in the mirror and look yourself in the eyes and once you you know you get in front of the mirror I have a lot of affirmations in there that you speak to yourself you tell yourself I love you you know, mm -hmm. you fill yourself up with those things that mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of times as women, we reach, we, we pull and we reach for external instead of it being internal. And so that's what that journal is about. Or that journey is about is loving yourself 
you know, and, and being whole enough to where you don't look for it outside. Mm -hmm. And then when people see you, they see that love. Yeah. You know, they see that light. I, you know, because I you're working say on that, yourself. that inner confidence is sexy by itself. Mm -hmm. You know, it's attractive yeah. by itself. Right. People want that light. They want to know, man, you know, you just, it's something about you. Yes. And it's, it's really that inner love and confidence. Mm -hmm. Because when you have that, mm -hmm. you also have healthy boundaries. That's right. And That's right. so the more you love yourself, it's like, let's just take a sidebar. Women and dating. Yeah. You ever healed from something and went through a self-love journey and suddenly what you were once attracted to is no it's longer It's no longer else. attractive. Yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah. You can't do it. Even, um, just even in my dating journey, I've been dating. Oof, dating sucks. There's pee in the pool, <laughs> the pond. But I, I trust and believe that God is going to bless me with someone. And <clears throat> he will definitely give you your kingdom. He is. Spouse. He is. But I had to be worthy, not mm -hmm. worthy for another man, but worthy for myself. Mm -hmm. And then once I start realizing what I wanted, what I deserved, then I'm like, OK, now that I know what I want and what I deserve, I can get it to myself now. Mm -hmm. I'm not looking for anybody to give it to me. And so now I, I establish what respect is for me. Mm -hmm. And I tell a guy anyway, this is any, any guy. This is how I want things. This is what I want. If you can't give that to me, that doesn't diminish my value or yours. It's just that you just don't align with my purpose and you move forward. So what was your aha moment when you decided to take that journey? Because I heard you say earlier in the show, you know, you were angry. Mm -hmm. You know, like what was the moment where you decided I'm going to do something different? I was in a very toxic, abusive relationship with an ex. And although it was toxic and it was abusive, it was also the best thing that ever happened to me because it was something in him that God put in him at that moment to, you know how sometimes we can date people that's a mirror of us. Mm -hmm. And so that toxicity that he had that I just was like, oh my God, you know, sometimes we can be the victim, you know, black women, we sometimes have egos. Mm -hmm. He was me, I was him. Mm -hmm. And so we had a conversation and just a deep conversation one time. And I was like, um, he was like, I don't think you like men. I think you want to be in a relationship, but I don't think you like men. And he said, I really think it's got some stuff to do with your daddy. Mm -hmm. And when he said that, it like, like you said, that was an aha moment because mm -hmm. it, it hurt me to hear him say that. Mm -hmm. And I know it was that little girl that was inside of me mm -hmm. saying, that's it. It's mm -hmm. time for you to save and rescue me instead of you saving everybody else. And at that time, I had my mentor program. Right. Beautiful, you know, beauty, ambitious me. And so the aha moment was, you know, I say sometimes we have to go backwards in order to move forward. And so my dad got sick right when we had, it was it's just a line right when him and I had that conversation. He's like, I think you need to go back and fix that with your dad. He got sick and I had to take care of my dad five years before he passed. And then that process of me taking care of him. I was able to forgive him. I was able to see some of the things that he did and why he did it because he was abusive and all that. And so the grace that God had for me and all my mistakes is the same grace and love that God, I was able to give my dad. And so I was able to forgive him. And by the time he, he died, my daddy was my best friend. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that was my aha moment going back and dealing with my daddy issues before I could properly love a man because I tell anybody, my, my heart was broken before a little boy could even step in. Right. Because of the man, the first man that was and in my life. That is the backstory for a lot of mm -hmm. black women, mm -hmm. especially if we grew up in single parent households. Mm -hmm. You know, the first per man that ever broke our heart was, was our, our dad. dad. And so none of the men really had 
It's nothing that even my ex-husband and I tell anybody he was a good man. It was nothing he was going to ever do to make me happy. Mm -hmm. I mean, nothing until I loved myself. I couldn't love him because I didn't love myself. That's deep. Mm -hmm. That's deep. Now, um, what advice can you give others that may be going through a, a dark, I'll say a dark moment or maybe suffering from depression? Because we don't have those conversations. Enough. Yeah, we don't. Yeah. Um, I would say therapy. Mm -hmm. Therapy has played a huge part in me transitioning into being a better me. Mm -hmm. Therapy, um, spirituality. You know, some people are religious, some people are spiritual. I really believe in connecting with your higher power and mm -hmm. praying and meditating mm -hmm. really helps. Um, really surrounding yourself around other um women that are full of life and full of love and full of wisdom, which again goes back to the sisterhood. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes you need that listening ear mm -hmm. or you need someone to say, sis, you not in this by yourself. I got you. I've been here. Let me tell you how I got past this. You know, right. just hearing it and somebody that's in the same, you know, area as you, that'll help. What well, else? They can suggest YouTube mm -hmm. videos for you to watch. Yes. I remember going through a divorce and it it had broke me mm. and um I felt like I didn't I was embarrassed yeah you know I didn't have anyone that I could really confide in mm -hmm. that I didn't think would gossip about yeah. it or say I told you so mm -hmm. and so I kind of quietly just yeah you suffer stage, in silence right you Except know, and I even like stayed away from social media because yeah. I didn't want people asking, well, how your husband doing? Right, you know? right. I just didn't want any little thing about relationships would trigger me. And I stayed single for four years. Oh, wow. You know, and the first two years was more about healing. The second two years was more because I had better boundaries. Yeah. You know, and yeah. I wasn't, I didn't want to find the same person in a different body bag, right. mm -hmm. you know, because of course my taste in men change. Yeah. But you know what I learned too in that you still attract those same type of men. Yes. And I, you know, a lot of people say, oh, if you're attracting those kind of men, then you're not healed. I'm you like, just no, don't your, light, your light is going to attract them. You just don't entertain them and you are able to identify those red flags mm -hmm. quicker. Mm -hmm. You know, like, oh no, like that remind me of, you know, those trauma bonds that mm -hmm. you had back in the day you don't need them no more because you have healed those areas in your life yes. you know what I'm saying like yes. I don't need a man to be possessive over me because that's not love I understand right. that that's toxic mm -hmm. and so if you calling my phone back to back seeing where I'm at telling me girl don't make me hurt you like those types of things those are, those, those are signs those are signs of an abusive guy ver be it verbally or physically that's a it does narcissist. escalate exactly or you don't need a man to love bomb you no you know like you don't even know me to be telling me you love me in two days like you're crazy. You know, so yeah. when you're not desperate mm -hmm. for for love, like I said, when you fill your cup with things of God and you fill your cup of things that of meditating and those affirmations, you're not looking for that outside stuff because you feel like I'm whole. And I, I always say, honey, um, I ain't met nobody. Um, I have not met a man that will make me give up my singlehood yet because I'm so Mm -hmm. confident God has lovingly taken care of me mm -hmm. like literally and so whoever comes in my life cannot be a liability they gotta be an asset correct mm -hmm. gotta add to me and that was where I was when I you know stayed single for so long it was more like 
I'm not going to just give my singleness away mm -hmm. to anyone mm -hmm. because that still is a different level of freedom. It is. It is. It is. Because you don't have no one else to consider mm -hmm. but yourself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And at, and it, I know that sounds selfish, but well, relationships it, but are worse. You are, but it, here's the thing with women. Men are selfish. Mm -hmm. I often say if a man has a preference with a woman, be it if he don't date BBWs or if he don't like a woman that wear weave or makeup, long hair, short hair, light skin, brown skin, big booty, no booty, uh, athletic build. Those men don't waver from those standards, mm -hmm. period. Mm -hmm. And if you talk to men, they'll tell you they don't waver. If they got a certain thing that they want in a woman, like you got to know how to cook. They're not wavering from that. But as women, when we start getting older, you know, I don't know. I, I guess it's society or make us feel like. Those 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 non-negotiables that we have, somebody in society will make you think that now you got to start dimming, you know, coming down on them non-negotiables because, you know, it ain't a lot of good men in the world. And then what we'll, we'll, we'll do, we'll start, you know, settling, settling and mm -hmm. then we'll end up unhappy anyways. Listen, I'd rather be happy and, and healed and and not even alone, um, but, yeah. honey, because I always say we think love is just for a significant other. I have I have a love in so many areas in my life, right. my friends, yes. my family. I love what I do with my organization. I love what I do when I go shop. There's uh, people limit love, oh. which is why I feel like we are loveless because mm -hmm. we limit love, love to, to a spouse and to a relationship. Mm -hmm. But when you start looking at like, oh man, I can love to travel. You yes. know, you can go visit you know different countries. Yes, yeah, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and so when you feel your life, a man has to come in and, and add to it. Add. You know what I'm saying? What it. can and you know, it's not always just about finances, but Correct. what can you do to make me a better woman? Because I already know what I can do to make you a better man. Mm -hmm. Because again, the Bible says a man that finds a wife finds a good thing. So I already know who I am. But what can you bring to the table? And also, they say a good woman is an investment. It is. And mm -hmm. that's and, and and good woman is not a broad spectrum. Correct. You have to find a woman who's um who's innovative okay who knows how to go out there and create you know when a man invests into a woman a good woman a good woman she enhances whatever yes whatever is. he is honey if he give her a yes. house she make it a home that's if right he give her some chicken she gonna make a meal that's right if he give her it's just like a keisha kaor um yes. her husband I think left her what was it a million dollars? He came back when it was like twenty plus. It was like dollars? yeah, like mm -hmm. I know it was over ten million dollars mm -hmm. when he came home. Yeah, he left her a million dollars. Yeah, when he came home, she had made yes. ten. That's good. that's a good woman. Mm -hmm. So understanding, it's not always about monetary. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Whether you invest in time, energy mm -hmm. into someone, you want to mm -hmm. make sure you're pouring into a cup yeah. that's valuable as well. Mm -hmm. And so many men also don't realize their own value. Yes. A lot of people, we acknowledge the value that women don't place, but it's a lot of men that are not valuing themselves. That's right. And they wear it like a badge of honor. That's real. But your seed is important. It is. That's why there's a uh, woke men doing semen retention and yes. stuff like that. So yes. they kind of get away from the smoke mm -hmm. and mirrors that come mm -hmm. with mm -hmm. the blindness of sex, you know, yes. sexual contact. It's a trap. It, it is. It's it a can trap. Be. And then because you you're giving of yourself, you know, to so many people. And when you when you're laying down, you're making a deposit yes. and or a withdrawal. A withdrawal. And so if you're depositing yourself all over the place, that's why you all over the place. Mm -hmm. That's why you double minded. That's why you can't get yourself 
aligned in your purpose as a man or a woman or a woman because you got you you spreading yourself thin you know so yeah mm-hmm. you're right yeah you're so, so I'm, right i'm glad that i had a chance to talk to you yes. a little bit more and that everybody know like that's watching what you're doing the type of conversations we have we have real yeah in-depth conversations mm-hmm. get your journals i have one get of mine your, yes. i'm going to get the other one yes. again <laughs> let me pour into myself by first smith yes and also i want to thank you for coming no, and for, for those inviting. that have been watching following the show tell us where we can find you you have your own instagram page i am chris i am chris smith, smith. k-r-y-s-s-m-i-t-h follow me yes. um my slogan is i help women find the why in worthy why are you worthy and for those women that want to join the group in yes. a room full of sisters yes. you can also follow that join. instagram page yes in a room full of sisters yes. spelled with an h S at the end. Yes. So make sure you hit that follow button. Please. There's also for our Facebookers, there's a Facebook group. Mm-hmm. I'm a part of the group. Yeah. Join the group. Yes. Come be a part of the conversation. Yes. Make sure you hit that add button there. And if you want to get to know Chris Smith personally or you have any questions about the group, you can also follow her on her Facebook page, Chris Smith, there as well. And if you want some most inspiring merchandise, she also have her own website. I want you guys to go to the chrissmith.com website. I definitely bought the heavy on the self-love mm-hmm. mug, uh, mug. It reminds me every day when I go into the office, show up as the best version of myself, yes. but make sure that I stay heavy That's on the good. self-love. Yes, yes. You know, so I want to thank you again. Thank you, friends. So much Finally. I love you. I'm so proud of you. I love you, too. Thank I'm so proud you. of everything that you're doing. And I'm proud of you. I you am. guys stay plugged in, tuned in, tapped in, because I have a feeling we'll be bringing you guys some events together. Yes, yes, yes. most definitely. Yes. So we'll see you same time, same place next week. Thank I'm you. your host, Onay, the CEO, and you're plugged in, tuned in, tapped in. It's outside the box.